Nito power bottoms. Welcome to friggin' MLB Chat After Hours. You gotta give it a second. Look at us. You gotta give it a second before you start saying things. No. Uh, hello. Funny. This is uh, MLB After Hours first uh, regular season podcast 2021. Um, today we have me. Uh, my name is Connor. We got Hero Brian, and then we have the comedic relief uh, in the form of Zach. Uh, yeah, me. Going by Hank Aaron's booty today, apparently. Um, and today we're gonna talk about Alec Bohm and how he didn't touch home plate because that is the most recent thing that happened. And uh, I think that was a horrible call. And um, I think the Braves should have won that game ultimately. Like, if you agree. Uh, it was about as good of a call as that time I went to a Mexican restaurant and told myself in my head, don't say carne asada burrito because I wanted a chili verde. And I repeated that to myself over and over and ended up ordering a carne asada burrito instead of a chili verde. Then that's a pretty good call, you know. I don't know about that. I, I thought it was almost as bad of a call as the Wilson Contreras slide. Okay, uh, that... No, if you're gonna say it's a bad call, you gotta put it on like the astronomically bad call. You can't put those two calls equal. Like, nah, they're both bad calls. The Wilson right. Contreras one is horrible because he like he slid in the base path. Like, there's, there's, I feel like that's that's that rule's kind of stupid. Honestly, if anything, bring back the collision rule and just suspend people for longer. You know, and then they won't do it. Like, imagine Contreras just runs over Kevin Newman there and then can suspend it for ten games. He would never run him over. Like ten games, that's just too long. You know what I mean? Okay, but see, Alec Bohm was safe. I think uh, the home plate umpire, he had the best view of it. None of the replay angles that they showed to, like, the okay. people. You're failing to recognize that the umpire was behind Travis Darno. Uh, no, he was, he was right. Darno was blocking the plate. He was right. Darno was blocking the plate. No, he wasn't behind like, Darno. His view he was, of the yeah, plate. he was. I'm pretty sure he was right there. I'm going to pull up the video again. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was right in the the spot the place that you I want could to be. Not yeah, see he, he had a perfect view where Bohm's foot was on the he plate. He had a perfect view to see if his if his toe even like touched mm, the plate. It's kind of an in between. I think he would still have an angle, but the the catcher probably obscures something. Either way, he had the best view out of anyone. Like none of the replay angles that we saw on ESPN are as good as what he saw. Out of I doubt like people on, at the stadium saw like. The, how hard or just get it right stupid be right and not I don't, wrong. I don't know wow i think the replay officials also have <laughs> like uh angles that we don't get to see so i feel yeah. like if they, they always it, say that but like at the same time i don't know how much i buy into that because like what are these other true. angles you know like, yeah it's I've like never... what, number one what would they be second of all why would they hide them like what's the point yeah i don't know Maybe they're are not... they like inside of each player's <laughs> butthole like <laughs> is it like the only the only thing that the, the only reason would be if we were seeing genitalia of any kind? Which I yeah, don't yeah, think yeah. that would be where their story. They have this view that shows Travis Darno's dick just hanging out. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> the X. And uh, while we're at it, why don't we talk about Ronald Acuna putting together a great series and a great start of the year? And uh, do you guys agree that Acuna is better than Juan Soto? Uh, uh, I mean, depends on what you're talking about. Baseball, probably. In actual skill, eh, I'd still give it to Soto. Because Soto just has the bat. I don't know about that. I think Soto's a better uh, hitter. Soto... Soto's probably a better hitter for now, but like I think Acuna's defense makes up for it, and he runs way better. Like, did you see his his the first pitch of the game today? Yep. Ground ball is short, and he literally just beat it out. Like Juan Soto would never do that. I mean, yeah, but that I don't know if if I was a GM and I was given the choice like to for my franchise or my team. Mm, Soto's younger, I mean, Soto, so like I mean, of course Acuna has that. a good contract too, so we gotta factor that in. But uh. Like yeah, dude. Contract contract's side, actually crazy. Like, so, it, like, I feel like Soto's, he's, like, better built to have, like, a longer career, you know? Soto is just such an interesting... I, don't, I actually do this. Of... I, think, I think, if anything, Juan Soto will turn into the into the type of player that, like, is, like, an Albert oh, Pujols, where, like, his game. legs don't work or something, you know? Uh, he's very... I, 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 I can see, I mean, Soto's such an... Oh, I think we can hear a lot of that. A lot maybe, of he's very mm-hmm. loved. Can you talk? 
Hello? You're, yeah, Hello? you're too low. Out of <laughs> too loud? Too low. He's too low. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, I, th I think Soto's such a weird player to project. Not, like, super weird, but weird in that, like, you, there are not many hitters of his age, of his archetype, I guess. Not only because of how good he is, but also, like, his key thing is his discipline. And he, everybody talks about, like, oh, you know, he's the discipline of, like, a 40-year-old, but he's 22, and I'm... blah, blah, blah. So... I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that approach won't ever go away. Like, that's a good approach, though. His discipline but... is something that would help him his game age better than Acuna. Like, like yeah, know. I guess. But like, he still might turn into a liability where he just has to DH and then he can't run or something. Like, I, I, I see him. I will say Acuna is underrated in the sense that like people people think that it's like no contest that Juan Soto is better. I think that there is, and the fact that we're talking about this is it proves that, like, yes, there is a contest. Yeah. But. I don't think there's it's a... interesting. I think they'll both end up with rather similar careers, I guess. Not, like, super similar, just because they're different kinds of players, but an overall value. I just think it's, uh, there's no wrong answer, I think, because they're close, you know. So, I, I still know. think, I mean, they, they came into this season playing the same number of games and Acuna led in F4 and B4. I, I don't know. I still think Acuna's got the edge. Plus I mean, Acuna's are, we, are, 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 are you talking about 2021? Because we're only like eight games in. I wouldn't judge more just yet. You're saying like total in the no, career. No, no, no. Oh, for career. career. Well, well the, I think it's interesting that they both had 313 career games coming into the season exactly. Like, it makes it really easy to compare them, especially just using something like War. And Acuna led pretty... Outright and F four and B war. I think he's just a better athlete, better defender, better base runner. He hits just almost as well. So I don't know. I would still take Cunha, but both great players, obviously. Um, what should we talk about next? Oh, we got to talk about the Yankees because they're bad. Oh, no, am I wrong? About Yankees that? bad? Awuga? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, the Yankees are they're... terrible, guys. Well, actually, I'm just not realizing this. The AL East is the Red Sox at six and three, and then the other four teams are all four and five. Kind of weird. Did you realize that the entire Yankees organization just bombed an orphanage? Did, are you aware of that? Because that's the, the Yankees are evil. You can't. Yankees, what the hell? The Yankees oh. babies before every game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yankees. Hero, did I you just say that's pretty cool? Yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> um, which Yankees player do you think could throw a baby the hardest? Aaron like the Judge. first. That's a good question. We're going for distance. Pro well, Chapman probably, right? Well, yes, but we're talking like they also have the brains. To, they also have to like have the brains to understand the the technique. I think Chapman which does. He Doesn't he have the like, domestic who... abuse stuff? <laughs> Addison Russell grand slams his wife into a wall. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Rollins Chapman's throwing a few babies around in his life. Probably. No, I'm just kidding. For legal reasons, that was a joke. All right. Um, for, okay. But uh, thoughts on the Yankees being bad? Anyone? Uh, how about how about uh? nerdy baseball fandoms golden boy zach mckinstry they're like oh zach mckinstry's so good even though he's some random ass dude how about him hitting a home run today zach mckinstry is good he's on my fantasy team and he's on my bench but he's very yeah good he was player. on your bench and i beat you by about as many points as he got yeah i don't want to talk <laughs> about it but anyway <laughs> um, those zach 22 McKinstry points would have helped you man they would have helped i mean while we're at it dodgers uh but the Nationals at home, they now have an eight and two record. Pretty cracked. Uh, on pace for what, 129 wins? What do you think? The Dodgers have a chance of beating the 116 game record for wins. Um, I guess the chance. Yeah, will they do it? Uh, probably not. I don't know. They're kind of good. I mean, I think if any team over the last decade would be the one to do it, I think this Dodgers team would be it. 
Cubs. I don't know. 2016 Cubs are pretty good too, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know if they were on this level though. <laughs> okay, but remember the 2016 Cubs started off 24 and six. Okay, just compare this, the season. this Dodgers like team to the 2018 Red Sox, which is probably the best team after like the 2010s, right? Well, just remember, after 30 games, the 2016 Cubs were on pace for 130 wins. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, but they they didn't do that over 162 games. So. Yeah, okay, but I'm just saying, like, uh, uh, all right, you got me. All right, <laughs> let's talk about uh, oh, Padres, um, Padres are seven and three. They're right on the Dodgers' tail. Uh, do they have a chance to catch them? Probably not, right? The Musgrove's kind of cracked, though. No hitter, McGee. Padres are a very good team, but the Dodgers. I think I, I think that people do underrate the Padres' ability to potentially win win the division. But at the same time, I of course I'm, it's kind of it's kind of hard not to pick probably one of the best teams. Period. To win the division, like that also seems kind of foolish to not. So of course everybody picks the Dodgers to win. How about the Giants? They're five and one in their last six, and uh, they're up to six and three on the year. You think they have a chance, of maybe a wild card spot or something? No. Wow, that's brutal. They do um, have Jake McGee. They do have Jake McGee, but uh, when you are oh, when you are uh, when your best Gosman, it's not looking good. They've been looking okay, though. I think they're a decent team. Their lineup is kind of stacked, and they have some depth because, like, Lestella's, like, on the bench sometimes. I think they got a chance, especially if the Mets continue to met. You know what I mean? Then again, Phillies are looking good, too. So, I don't know. Actually, the Phillies are 6-3 and three with a run, dif- run differential of plus 3. So, like... I mean, the freaking Reds are six and two, and I don't think people are having the Reds winning. I mean, they could. I, I mean, it is the NL Central, but <laughs> yeah, the Reds are fake good. That that's not gonna hold up. I hope the Reds suck. Not not. I mean, nothing against the Reds, actually. Uh, have a you lot guys seen the Reds? Tyler Maley's. Uh, I, I know it was my profile picture earlier. Have you guys seen his uh, baseball reference picture? I have not. Um, it is unfortunate. So. It is really unfortunate. Let me see. I just traded for him, by the way. Uh, another favorite of mine is Corey Knievel. Corey Knievel? Okay. Um, Jan Gomes is trying to look hot as hell, but he's really not doing it. So is Mike Trout. Mike Trout's picture is kind of amazing. <laughs> Juan Soto's like old baseball reference picture, it's, he looks so hollow. Who oh, hurt yeah, he you? does. Who hurt you? <laughs> Monsanto looks old now. He's definitely not 22. That's a freaking lie. What, what, and then Tyler Stephenson looks like he's absolutely going to kill you. Like, is currently in the process of doing so. Of killing you? Um, Thoughts on Michael Conforto getting hit by a pitch? And uh, should have been strike um, three? Pretty anyway. stupid. I just, pretty I, dumb. Yeah. I just think that the umpire calls it a strike at first, right? So. Is he, yeah. Is he even allowed to like ch- change it like that? Like, <laughs> I don't know. He never like finished like doing the strike three call. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, if he's allowed to change it from a strike to a hit by pitch, why can't he change it from a hit by pitch to a strike? I think he can. He, he could have just changed it back. He just wanted to go home. Well, well, they said it wasn't reviewable or something like this. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, like but, people have to realize that. I don't know if that was that the third would have been the third out of the inning. I don't think it was right. Second out. Yeah, so like, I feel like the Mets were probably gonna win that anyways. Well, two outs of the bases loaded. When have the Mets ever gotten a hit in that situation? Yeah, well, yeah Mets is much hitting. What? What? pitching. So you know, the Mets are winning baseball games that they should win. What? Yeah, exactly. Also, that brings up another point of like, um, I was watching the A's game couple days ago and jed lowry got rung up on the second strike of the at bat right like it was the second strike and it was a called strike and the umpire went strike three and, and like called him out right mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it was only a second strike right you seen that happen before yeah. but then i thought like there's nothing against the rule there like there's nothing in the rules that says 
that an umpire can't ring somebody up on the second strike, right? So I think baseball would be a lot more exciting if umpires always rung the batter up on called strikes, whether it's the first or second strike or whatever. You know what I mean? It would get, like, dumb after a while, I would think. (laughs) You're probably right, but it would be kind of funny at first. Yeah, at first it would be cool. (laughs) It would just be be kind of exciting. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, I want to talk about replay, though, because... Okay. Like, why are there things that are not replayable? Like, like it's safe. Uh, I think the idea of the one of the behind the things that aren't reviewable is that, like, the umpires have the best view, and that reviewing them would just be like, uh, like unnecessary in almost all situations. And then the other reason is that it's in the rule book or whatever that it's a judgment call anyway. So, like, for example, the Michael Conforto thing. That was like, like it's it's the umpire's judgment whether he put his elbow out or whatever. So like, you can't review a judgment call, right? Uh huh. So I think that's why that's not but reviewable. That, but why not? Like, just change it. <laughs> well, yeah, they'd have I've, to change it in the rule book to to have like a definition of what putting. Your I elbow will out say in real means. time that like Conforto's thing, it doesn't. It looks like a lean in, but it doesn't look like yeah. wholly intentional. And then, like, once you see, oh, it was literally a strike, then it's like, oh. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at Conforto. Like, like, that's a fraction of a second to react to that. Like, it was definitely just a reflex, like, like a like a reaction to that. I don't know. But, I mean, he... Um, did he lean into it? Probably. Who the frick knows? But, like, it's just, it's just a bad call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it's, it's the umpire's fault. Just completely, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, we should talk about the NL Central because we're all NL Central fans, you know, different yeah. teams. And uh, just like, so for example, right, okay, so Cubs, Cubs lost two out of three to the Brewers and the Pirates. Then the Brewers won two out of three against the Cardinals. And then the Reds lost two out of three to the Diamondbacks. Uh, I feel like this division is just turning into the mess where everyone, that everyone hold as it was going to be where yeah. somebody wins like 83 games to win the division i mean right i think there's not like a key factor in any of these teams that separates them from each other like i don't know i mean the cardinals have like their middle of the order i guess but like i don't know the reds lineup is good they have like two aces but everything else is garbage the brewers have an underperforming you know it's just something right now this man, this man's hitting. He's hitting a lot. Not for power. This dude's got no pop right now. Avisayo is, is the real, the real. Yeah, Avisayo and Lorenzo Kane are really our power hitters right now. Y'all is just, just kind of vibing. Yeah, because he's Brewers hitting offense, the damn ball. The Brewers' offense can be frustrating. The Cubs' offense really frustrates me because if you look at the lineup, like okay. You the can say the Cubs offense is fine. Just kind of just like, though, eh. like just on paper, it looks so good. It's like, oh my gosh, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, Chris Bryant, Jack Peterson, Anthony Rizzo, Ian Happ. Like they're all great hitters. Like I feel like they gotta be. They gotta step it up at some point. I don't know. Maybe not. But I will uh, say, Cubs I... definitely overrate their rotation. A thousand percent. <laughs> well, okay. The, here's the thing about the Cubs rotation. Okay, the Cubs are. Uh, not too far away from being one of those teams like the Indians or the Rays or uh, who are the other teams How like that. Though, Even the Brewers. Two starter right? is Zach Where... Davies. Zach Davies well, is good, but like, just gave well, okay, but like, but like, what I mean Pirates. is that, like, the Indians, Indians, for example, they just make all their pitchers good. The Rays, they make all their pitchers good. The Cubs are kind of like that sometimes. Like last year, Alec Mills in the rotation, boom, throws a no hitter. Like I, I feel like the Cubs just make their pitchers really good when they come there like even arietta is showing some signs of that already so uh Arietta's i don't know mike, mike, mike still isn't working a lot of nice try it isn't maybe oh wait, wait, wait. oh wait oh there it is there oh. <laughs> oh wait come what oh oh hello hello he, he was we could hear you just hello? it was working and then it wasn't working you're not it's not working now it was yeah now it's not working <laughs> I just got a different pair of headphones. Oh, wait, we can hear oh, you. Oh, there we go. Woo! Okay, we're talking about Dino Central, so you're just in time. Yeah, honestly, I think my pick is the Brewers right now to win that division, just because Woodruff, See, well, Woodruff but, Burns and Peralta I mean, are just nuts. They're just nuts. Peralta, Peralta still is unproven. He's been, he's been yeah. like, oh, Peralta, yeah. 
Yeah, that happens Baltus also every year. Better and they as never a reliever. Die. Yeah, like I don't know if they can. Him and Hauser, Hauser, if we you know had a more complete rotation, they should both be relievers. Hauser is yeah, not a, a very. That is the thing that I'd be worried about with the Brewers' rotation is that Burns and Peralta haven't had like full seasons of starting thirty games. You know, yeah. And so I'd be a little worried about them down the stretch. Like Woodruff, I think is established enough where I'm not really worried about. Council is kind of vaping them though. Like starts every six days and also under ninety pitches. Yeah, but by the end of the year, that's not how it's going to be. So anyway, back yeah. to back to back to me talking about the Cubs fans and their rotation and Connor. This 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 is not fully directed at you, but I'm just saying in general, these guys are like, oh, dude, look at our rotation. We have Hendricks, Davies, and Arietta. It's like be Davies careful. Sometimes it's ironic. Be careful. Be careful. Okay. I will say Zach Davies is good. Okay. Zach Davies is good. well. Yeah, I love Zach he's Davies, average. but like. Arietta's... Yeah, he's 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 all right. He's Arietta's a pretty. He's, lucky he'll sometimes. put up two war for you. He'll he'll get the, the job done. And then Alzolay has high upside, so there's that. I mean, I, I don't think it's a horrible rotation. I don't it's... think anybody in, in current modern day MLB sees that they're going against Zach Davies and Jake Arietta and thinks, "Oh, we're for a bad time." I mean, the Pirates just. Put up like seven runs to um, Davies for like less than two innings. Okay, but but before that, Zach Davies had a streak of nineteen games allowing three earned runs or fewer. He's yeah, generally a consistently very... good I mean, pitcher. Yeah. Okay. But... Yeah, Davies is very consistent. His twenty twenty was pretty weird. It was it was decent. Eh, I mean, yeah, he's he's proven that he's know, been good Cubs before. Offense also it just hasn't like like underperforming is like what you would call it over like the last year like all right they have some good players and they're underperforming but if they just keep doing that this year are they just bad like uh, i don't know taking taking i think completely writing the cubs out too. for the division is a bad idea as with the reds just because I, of because their I, I know the, i know the majority still... decisions are cardinals and brewers but cubs have a shot yeah, their offense is still their offense if it's good. Yeah. If Anthony Rizzo just decides, they... hey, I'm gonna actually be good now, and then Bryant is already being. I'm not too worried so about. They, Rizzo. St- they started off with like the most runs from any any MLB team so far, and I don't Who? Know, the Reds. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, but it doesn't they're going to cool I mean, off. It's obviously not. Good. It's not. Yeah, freaking people are probably jerking off. Freaking. Is anyone going to talk about Luke again. Weaver? Luke Weaver took a no hitter into the yeah. what was it the seventh? Yeah, he seventh. took it into the seventh against the Reds. So I'm I'm not like, I think the Reds had a really good as a wise man at, once said at Great American Ballpark. You know. I mean, I don't, I don't think their offense is this good. They have, like, their players are streaky. Tyler Naquin's fake good. Ty- yeah. Tyler Naquin yes. is, has been good, I guess. I he's also, fat. the Reds have, what, five third basemen on their team, right? Am I am I right about that? They have, like, uh, um, Eugenio Suarez, and he's at shore for some reason. Mike Moustak is playing third. Jonathan India's a third baseman. He's at second base. Nick Castellanos, typically a third baseman, and, you know, he's been playing right for a few years now. Nick Senzel even was kind of a third baseman. Now he's in center. Like, why do they just have like five third basemen on their team? Even Kyle Farmer is like, yeah, right. guy. that is weird. It's weird. They just, they just signed third baseman and then put him around the field. I feel like they're Not weird. disregarding like defense completely because like playing Suarez at shortstop is not like a long term thing. Yeah, every yeah, time I turn on the Reds game, Suarez makes some bad play. Yeah, he's not like, good over there. The Reds defense is very bad. Yeah, Tim LaCastro just ground, grounded it to Suarez. The Reds like, defense is me at OTP basically every time, and then I wonder why, why <laughs> I lose. <laughs> Castellanos, Winker, Suarez, Mustakis are all not good defenders. Yeah, they don't have like any good defenders. It's kind of sad. Winker. Shogo Akiyama wasn't a bad defender, but he's hurt. Let's talk about the Cardinals. Uh, okay. Uh, I just had, I just had a great revelation. I just had a great revelation. I think every player that plays the season under like any, whenever you mention a player, you just start it with 2021 MVP or whatever 21 MVP candidate. Because any player that plays is an MVP candidate. That's Anybody true. Can vote. That's true. So it could be like your main uh, your Mercedes, 21, <laughs> 2021 AL MVP candidate. Your mean Mercedes. <laughs> 
true. Um, okay, so the Cardinals. Uh, uh, Dylan Carlson is bad. He's been good. Like yeah, Dylan Carlson sucks. He should go get in an ATV. Getting for power. Uh, go over the Grand okay, Canyon. If he was, uh, while if he was bad and not hitting for power, then like I'd be concerned. But the power is there. You know, there's just adjustments. Honestly, I feel bad for anyone who thinks that they have an NL Rookie of the Year candidate just because Key Brian Hayes is hurt right now. Because when he comes back, it's over. You know. Dude, Hayes is going to hit, Brian... like, five home runs in a week or something. Okay, also... Uh, Brian Hayes put up a 720 OPS and not and get, like, third in rookie deer running. is also... He, he plays great, like, very good defense. He plays, like, every outfit position. He's, he's like... Who, Carlson? Yeah, Carlson? So does Hayes, so, like, I don't really care. Hayes plays every outfit position. <laughs> no, he plays really good defense. <laughs> uh, he doesn't need to play every outfield position because he plays third base, which is... You know, so, I think... Carlson, he's very good. Like he's he's still young. He's got time to like get more consistency, and uh, yeah. Okay, but thoughts on Austin Dean, Justin Williams, and Lane Thomas. Okay, Austin Dean. These past two games, he's kind of he's been. Do you mean twenty twenty one MVP <laughs> candidate Lane Thomas? <laughs> okay, Lane Thomas. Austin was, Dean. Yeah. He was good today. Too, if you <laughs> if you're bragging about Austin Dean as being like one of your best players, him. then okay, he's not, right. he's not even Fine. close to one of our best players. But like, it's it's what we have, you know. He's like maybe like oh yeah, seven seventy three OPS. John, not John. Austin Dean is one of, is one of your best players currently. Yeah, it's, he's that's not. He's not. But he, that's seven like seven seventy three is like not bad at all for like our fifth outfielder or whatever he is. If you think about it, like Harrison Bader's injured. O'Neill's injured now. I mean. Uh, I trust Bader that he's like uh, like he just has to be an average hitter to be like. Valuable. You guys should play that a Justin Williams guy more. He has like <laughs> two seventeen OPS. It's pretty. It's pretty requisite. Justin Williams, he can hit the ball hard. He just he, he's. I don't. I'm not too high on him. He... If Justin Williams <laughs> could just be better, he will be better. Yo, let me. Let me uh give a little credit to a Pirates player really quick. Uh, Philip Evans been filling in for Key Brian Hayes at third base, and he has a twelve oh two OPS, three homers. He's been hitting really well and playing pretty good defense. Uh, so Better good job, Hayes. Philip Evans, Cubs legend. Uh, okay. What a guy, Philip Evans. Uh, his Wait. war this season is actually over his career war. Wow, now that's impressive. Or it's. Or it just shows how bad he used to be. But because he had, he had negative zero point three WAR in twenty eighteen with the Mets. Uh, I was talking about That's the Cardinals sad. guys. Come on, like our, our pitching. No, I Ponce no. is horrible. You need Kwang and Kim. Cardinals back. pitching is bad. Besides Flaherty. I I mean I disagree. Flaherty's not even the, that the, good. The, the, the J. Gallegos is good though. Okay, I want to talk about. Yeah, Gallegos is good. I agree. Shut up, Connor. Cabrera is kind of got a high upside. I'm trying to address our pitching situation right now. Okay, go ahead. So we'll basically, Flaherty's good, um, and every everyone after him is kind of a question mark. But like Adam Wainwright is, he's still like solid. He's not a, a good number two, but he's like he's pretty good. Like his first start in in Cincinnati against the Reds, he got so unlucky. He, he was just soft contact after soft contact, and then he just couldn't get any outs. And then uh, his latest start was the home opener, and he. He got bailed out by Carlson with a good play. With after that, he was like pretty good. So Wainwright is fine now. Uh, everyone else is kind of a question mark. I trust Carlos Martinez is like he'll find it eventually and be good. And then no, uh, he should be a reliever. Uh, I don't think so. When Kim returns from the IL, I think uh, John Gant should probably. Return to the bullpen and then keep Carlos in the rotation. Um, legend. Wait, Gant. this is just a, a question. When is Dakota Hudson coming back? Is he out for the entire year? He's out for the season. Yeah, he had like Tommy John in like September or something. Okay, I didn't know if he was coming back mid year. All right. Um, I feel like we should stop talking about the NL Central because it's just showing our bias. You know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, yeah, NL Central sucks. Wait, okay. uh, Brewers, Nolan, good, Nolan everybody Arenado. else bad. I win. Okay, hold on. Nolan Arenado, though, he's, he's uh, so far so good. They said he couldn't hit a, a side of course. So far, he's been hitting pretty well. He had a now, see, it's been uh, like what, 10 Nolan days. Nolan Arenado's but... secret is that he shoves a bat far up his ass every game. <laughs> and uh, the further he gets it up there, he the hit better a, day he has. He hit has. a 
game-winning home run in the bottom of the eighth in the home opener. That's a good moment. And uh, he has a... Well, what happened in the next two games? I'm he, just wondering. He's. Uh, I'll get to that. He has a nine-game hitting streak right now, which is like every game we've played it. Hey, Key Brian Hayes is a nine-game hitting streak. Okay, but uh, that's the, the longest hitting streak for like to start a Cardinal career in history, so he's already breaking records. So you know. Oh, also fun fact: DJ Lemayo has a twenty-three yeah, the, the, game like hitting how, streak I like against how the whatever Rays. anybody does. Baseball is the sport that has so many like random stats <laughs> that like sound meaningful, but actually have like such a small sample case that it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's, it's, it's pretty meaningless, fun but it's fun. To, like yeah, I was fun be, to like freaking. Hits to start a, like with the Yermin Mercedes. It was really cool, but it was like hits to start a career for what for a White Sox or whatever. It's like you only also, have so those, many. Those stats, those stats were fake by the way because Yermin Mercedes batted last year and went over one. And I saw somebody say that he started his career eight for eight. That's well, just wrong. He started, he started the season eight for, nine. eight for eight though. That's the record. That's right. That yeah. yeah you, you, eight, uh, eight for eight to start a Should have just not gotten out. If he if he just never got out, actually, that's such a good point. That is brilliant. That is very true. (laughs) Um, I feel like we should talk about the athletics because I've heard um, mixed opinions on this. Like some people are like, "That's it, they're done, they're the worst." Trade match. Some people are like, "That, don't even worry, they'll be fine." Talk about what's your opinion on the A's? Um, Like, you think think they 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 have a uh, chance? Like, I think come back or are they actually? Yeah, they they have good pieces still. They have Loriano. Uh, like Olsen and Chapman, there's no way that they're this bad. Oh, for okay. after being as good as they've been, okay. um, their rotation is rough. Their rotation is not great. Like th- it's definitely high risk. I think the A's. I agree. Uh, I've been saying this since before the season started. I've been higher on the Angels than I have been on the A's, and that's like I know what. Okay, every, is. everyone is to start the year. So I don't think so. Everyone's saying the Angels are like a fourth mm-hmm. place team. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I see their team, and I I mean, I know what they have, and they're not as bad as they've been playing, but. but their ERA is definitely higher than it should be relative to their talent, but they, it's still a very, the very risky rotation to be running. They out. lost Simeon and replaced them with Elvis Andrews. I mean, that's just. Yeah. Simeon wasn't that good in twenty twenty. Okay, so I think let me let, let me let me let me off this rotation right now. We Simeon's have Chris good. Bassett. Chris Bassett is okay. all right. Manaya, all right, I guess. Jesus yeah, Lazardo, all right, I guess. I upside, I upside. What the hell is that, dude? Uh, Frankie uh, Montas, <laughs> all right, I guess. But it's it's a lot of I guess. And then, so, like, as Mike I Fires hurt again, uncertainty. You know yeah, what? Mike Fires is injured 10 day IRL. Man, that's too bad. Um, while we're at it, their bullpen is questionable. We should talk about the Angels, though, because the hero thinks they're, like, the best team ever. I don't think they're the uh, best team. They're my favorites to win the AL West, and I think it goes Angels, Astros, A's, then Mariners, I guess. Okay, well, we're going to talk about the Mariners in a second, so you just wait on that, okay? Mookie Betts the will Angels, be a Mariner though. in 2021. You've heard it here first, folks. Still got time. He will be a Mariner. <laughs> Mitch Hanniger is uh, a mess of penis. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. The Angels, though, uh, they've been... Hitting kind of well. Mike Trout's good. Jared Walsh doing good. Even uh, Fletcher and Rendon haven't even been hitting well yet. So their offense looking like it'll be really good um, this year. But then what, what do you think about the pitching? Like Jose Quintana gave up like seven runs or something. Like I don't know if that can be. I don't know if their pitching can carry them the whole yeah. year. You know, weren't Canning and Bundy good? Or okay, no? uh, Bundy's good. He's their ace pretty much, and he he's been good so far. I I believe Dylan Bundy is actually good. Like he's not a fluke. Like if you see him pitch, you'll see that he's he's yeah he's good. Now after that, I I think Otani is honestly like a good pitcher. And I, Otani again, he has to refine 2018, get the control down. Yeah. And who knows? It, it really all the and that's such an iffy thing to like really place trust on. So, I mean. Because I, I know I know Connor, I know that I've clowned you over freaking why do you think Shoei Otani can't pitch? That is definitely something to be concerned I mean, about. His he doesn't control, have his control. Yeah, definitely could be better, but he's also 
like I don't know. Like when when I saw his velo's fine, his stuff is yeah. fine. I saw him pitch on Everything something. Everything is like, fine except for the control. every every like off speed yeah. pitch he throws. It's just absolutely nasty. Like it's crazy. And he throws one oh one. If if this were out of the park, he'd be a good reliever. Pretty much, but now yeah, this is this is real life. So his freaking yeah, his control is not be a reliever. And maybe it's Yips. Who the hell knows? But maybe it's because he hasn't thrown in a professional setting for so long. Like maybe it's that. But the rest of the Angels pitching, um, Griffin Canning could be like a solid three or four starter. I don't Griffin know. Canning Andrew, and Garrett Andrew Richards Andrew are those guys that people are like. Oh, this dude's so underrated, and then he's just and then he's just actually just rated. Yeah, I mean, for, for true, like, true. I think after Bundy and Otani, maybe they just have like some average pitchers and then Quintana's just bad. Right. Heaney is very reliable, I'll say that. Like, he always goes out there and gives you five or six innings, it feels like. Heaney is bad, but he's consistently not bad. very bad. bad. Yeah, he's bad, but consistently not bad, bad. Yeah. I, I like Heaney. He's a fun player. Can we talk like about freaking Steven Matz who's been tearing it up lately? No. That dude's been freaking killing it. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, fine. Steven Matz. Steven Matz is okay. Steven Matz sure. good at baseball, but... dude. Got an, uh, a 0. 0.892 whip. Uh, his FIP is a full, like, run and a half higher than his ERA. We don't talk about that. <laughs> because the Blue... I mean, the Blue Jays rotation... The problem with the Blue Jays, because their offense is incredible, we, even though that's been terrible right now. But the pitching, besides Juanjin Ryu, not a lot there. True. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, when like yeah. the, the the guy you're bringing up from the bullpen most is Rafael Delis, it's not a great sign. And they're still they're still developing. Okay, their bullpen's good. Their bullpen has been good this year. It was good last year. I don't. I I don't like the rotation though. Like Tanner Roark like, well, is one of the worst. It's like starters. the number one thing I like watching about the Blue Jays games is who the hell is going to come out of the pen next. Their bullpen's good. What do you mean, Jordan Romano? Julian Merriweather. Julian Merriweather is literally a Rule 5 pick. No, he got Rule 5 selected like twice. You know who's a Rule 5 pick? Brad Keller. You know who else is? Victor Reyes. You know who Johan else is? Zantana. They're a good Rule 5 picks, okay? I don't Johan think they're a good Zantana. Rule 5 picks. I'm saying if you got picked in the Rule 5 twice, there's something interesting about it. All right. All right. I mean, that means the well, team wants you, so... Yeah, somebody wants you, but they don't want you enough to actually keep you, so that you get drafted again. <laughs> and maybe, maybe I'm remembering that. I just remember them mentioning it in some way on uh, during the broadcast of one of the Blue Jays games, and I was like, "That's funny." Okay, guys, we need to talk about um, the Mariners. Okay, here's the deal with the Mariners: on opening day, Suck. they were down six nothing and came back and won the game. Uh, today, they were down six nothing to the Twins, and Kyle Seager had a three-run homer in the ninth inning to give them an eight to six lead and they and they won are the mariners for real i'll answer that no. yes they are they're good okay 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 i have a definitive answer the mariners are real if you if you have them down 6-0 if you have them down 6-0 <laughs> they're real that is the evidence they just need to get down six nothing in every single game yeah it'll be good they just they just need to walk like i don't know how many batters in a row would that be like 10 10 yeah, so I think that they're good. They don't they they don't even have Kyle Lewis right now. They've been playing the Twins and and uh, the White Sox, and they're five and four, game above five hundred. They have a chance to make the playoffs. Okay, the, the Mariners are absolutely a team that in like twenty twenty two, people are gonna be like, oh yeah, the Mariners are gonna make the playoffs or whatever. That they're actually gonna yeah, make they're it gonna be like the Blue Jays next year or something like that, right? Yeah. They're going to be like, like oh, Padres man, the Blue Jays are so good. Oh, not the, not the Blue Jays. They're going to be like, oh, man, the Mariners are so good. They're going to make the playoffs, right. dude. Oh, my God. They're going to win the World Series, but they're just not going right. to make it. And then they're going to make it the year after. Because they're going to be like, oh, my God, Sam Jared Kelnick and Julio Rodriguez. How could this team not be good? Talk about Vlad, yeah, Julio but, Rodriguez is going to come up at 700 OPS this first season. They're going to be like, why? Yeah. Like, what, what the hell happened to players? That's how players be. Vlad Jr. Let's talk about him. I do love um, J-Rod. He hits the ball Contact. hard. Vlad Jr. is like, I think he he's making the adjustment that he needed to make. because he's like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Vlad Jr. looks incredible this year. 
Yeah, he's hit. Yeah. The he's ball not. He's he's he's, he's not. I I think I've watched him take one bad swing this year. Yeah, he's not even like missing his swings. At, like, is he just? He's even sp- the ones that he does miss, he does it with such purpose that's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. He's like commanding the strike zone now. Yeah, like, freaking so many so many balls that are like barely out of the zone. He's like barely even flinching at. He's just, it's just like, yeah, I'm not taking. I'm not swinging at that. And then the ones he does swing at, he has such a great bat control, and he hits the ball so damn hard. And he's starting to elevate the ball yeah, a bit he's more. He's had going some... from hitting grounders to hitting liners, which some... is very yeah. big step up. He's got some good home runs already too. Like, Vlad's gonna Vlad's gonna be insane. Yeah, <laughs> you see, yeah, he's he's making that stuff. He's only twenty two. Um, guys, can we talk about how the he's Red Sox are on a six-game winning streak and they're in first place in the division? Who? Their pitching is horrible, though. What are we talking about? Uh, I don't care. The Red Sox, they're on a six-game winning streak. They're they're kind of doing good right now. Like they're unironically looking very good, and it's not just because they play the Orioles. They also saw uh, the Rays. Chris Sale come back? June, July, uh, I think. He's on the sixty-day IL, so like july probably i hope chris sale is good but I, I just don't see it honestly like what just because he's like you don't think he'll be able to, be able to recover from the injury or what he's been out for a while because he's I, like even before he was before he went out like was so like, yeah before his injury he had like a 4.5 era that season yeah. his fit was like uh, amazing though wasn't it oh uh, i gotta go check, check on this as uh, his fit his was about a run better yeah his fit was yeah a run that's better. that's kind of substantial I mean, would you expect opinion. Corey Kluber to be good for the Yankees? I feel like it's like a similar situation. No. He's not going to be good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think Corey Kluber's what he used to be. But That's then again, I was kind of advocating for like we'll the Cubs. I Corey think Sale, because we haven't seen him pitch. Like, you can't really call anything on that. Yeah. Once you yeah. see him pitch that first game, it was like Otani when he came back from the surgery. You don't know how hard he's going to be throwing. You don't know. And he's yeah, out there for so, oh, do the Red man, Sox have any chance model. to make the playoffs, you think, Red Sox? But, no. Do they have a chance? I mean, technically, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> They'd have to make I it over know. the... I kind of like their team. Okay, I'll talk I about... I think they're longer. They'd have to make it over the Rays, modern... the Twins, and Blue Jays. He's just talking to you where the more obscure somebody is, the more you love them. Okay, the Red Sox have been beating well, the Orioles and... and... Zach, they're... hear me out here. Like, look at their look at their offense. Like, Kike Hernandez, Alex Verdugo, Xander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, J.D. Martinez, who's now hitting good. Like, these aren't, like, bad players or anything. Like, this is a really oh, good yeah, offense. They're, they're hitting, their hitting is fine. Like, it's definitely, and they they're have pitching, good assets. I mean, if Sale comes back and they're even close to, like, the race, then I think they could, they so could push Connor, at the end of the year. different from this team and the 2020 or 2019 Red Sox that would make them a playoff contender? Well... <laughs> I mean, you could Dude, say freaking Jonathan Palacios was playing yesterday for the Blue Jays, and, that, and then Connor's probably like, "Oh man, they're making the playoffs now." Jonathan Palacios, the the more obscure jo- somebody. Josh, Palac- Josh Palacios, you mean? Is that what you mean? Uh, is it Josh? I thought it was Jonathan. I'm stupid. Pretty sure it's oh. Josh. I don't. It doesn't matter. He's it's an obscure player. Okay. Uh, yeah, they... I get it. It's Josh. But, you're right. Okay, but uh, hero, the Mets came in like, was it last year, second to last? I don't remember last year. Yeah. And everyone thinks they're for sure gonna make the playoffs. And they, like, okay, first got, of all, they, first of all, they got freaking Lindor. I don't think that the Red Sox yeah, and the fr- freaking the Mets game is the same. But I get what Sox, you're talking about. Red Sox also yeah. underperformed last year. They got a year older, which is mostly good really for them under- because perform. Devers is young, Verdugo is young. They got Kike Hernandez, Marvin Gonzalez, Gary Richards, who's what, like whatever you want to say about him. And then he's um, fine. He's the other right. pitcher they got. Who's the other pitcher they got? Uh, Erod. Nah, no, but like, well, yeah, they got. Him. I guess they got him back. I thought they they signed another Adavino? guy. Adavino. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, they got they got Adavino, and then um, um oh, uh, they resigned Martin Perez, I guess. And... I just don't see, look at that team this year and think, oh yeah, this team. Like, I, hell, I feel that way about the <sighs> NL Central. I just know somebody has to. I don't know, dude. I just I like their offense. It's it's really good. I feel like it can carry them. It's just, it, I don't know. It, they don't have it, it. It's just the pitching is such a bleak spot. It's hard to justify the Devers, the Bogarts. Yeah, yeah. Again, I also, I also know that you think Dalbeck and freaking what's his name Verdugo are gonna be. Okay, Dalbeck's underperforming right now, so that's that's 
Well, I yes, mean, and I, I'm pretty sure any major is... league hitter, if any major league hitter, if Jeff Mathis had a 269 OPS, would be like, yeah, he's underperforming. But, but Dalbeck, Dalbeck with a 269 OPS, like, you know that's going to go up. Verdugo, okay. 571 OPS, you know it's going to go up. Now, I mean, at so the same time, the you know, Red Martinez is going to decline. That so, that'll make, like, uh, they'll be, like, the the fourth or third team like in the wildcard race and then people are gonna be like oh watch out for the red Sox," and then they just never hold the spot in the whole race okay yeah, like i mean, I, I could probably. buy that but i i at least think the red Sox will be okay i'll say this i think the red Sox have a chance to finish higher than the blue jays a good chance i i see okay. that okay they're, they're similar teams in like the I way that they're that. Built, like yeah they are kind of similar teams I just I don't know I I like the Red Sox like they're underrated. I think the I difference though, like uh, I could see I could see I could see the underrated argument for the Red Sox. I think well I, they had that really bad year in 2020 and everyone just kind of like pretended that they disappeared but, and that they're no longer even close to good. But I don't like. I think, like came out of nowhere, I, like I think Alex Cora. As much as I don't like Alex Cora because he cheated, I think his managing is probably gonna help him a little bit this year. It's not like the bad year it came out of nowhere. Like they've been like since twenty eighteen, like they declined in the next year. Like uh, like Yeah, trading Mookie was just that's when he knew, you know, that kinda over for them. But I still think they have they have a good team that they have. Um while we're at the the Indians are also kinda putting together a little hot stretch, four wins in a row. Including, you know, a sweep over the Tigers. Yeah, whatever. But their pitching's I, been I mean, really they good. I mean, have, they have Jose they Ramirez. They the AL Central They have right the now. rotation. I mean, they're, like, super top-heavy to make yeah. the playoffs, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. They, that That's the point I was getting to. They have, they have like, they have all these names, and then you read them off, they're like, oh, this team's got to be so good. And then, like, you actually look at everybody else on the team, it's like, is this guy supposed to be on a major league roster? <laughs> yeah, that but at the same time... Accurate. I don't know. I feel like the, the the Indians again are one of those teams where like their pitching will always be good, and so you just can never count them out. Like I mean, like Zach Plesac just like going off this year. Aaron Savali's good. Logan Allen's good. Like I don't know. You just can't stop their pitching. It's always good. Tristan McKenzie's gonna be starting. I think tomorrow, uh, he could win Rookie of the Year. We'll see. So, I don't know. Indians are, got are, you, a, are you meaning twenty twenty one AL MVP candidate Tristan McKenzie? <laughs> Absolutely, it's exactly what I'm talking about. Speaking of AL MVP candidates, let's just give a little recognition to Byron Buxton going off. It's already over one WAR, and that's amazing. Um, I, I guarantee somebody's like, "Oh man, he's finally gonna he's finally gonna be the number one prospect that he was hyped up to be when he's probably not." But he's very good. I like Byron Buxton. Yeah, he's he's just had some injury problems, but I feel like this might be the year, and I know I'm jinxing him, but this might be the year where he kind of puts together I th- I like, the full this, season. I think this could be his, his like breakout year. I guess you could call. Yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like this I don't is... think I don't think he's gonna be insane, but he's gonna be good. He's gonna be yeah, he's gonna year, be a good asset. This year is gonna look like his breakout year, and then he gets injured in June for the rest of the season. <laughs> True, because even the 2019, 2020, this dude was actually kind of insane. Yeah, like 827 and 844 OPS, like that's not bad. With his yeah, defense, his defense is insane. Um, Just, yeah, the injuries. Yeah. And while we're giving some recognition here, let's talk about Tim LaCastro breaking the record for most stolen bases to start a career without. There's another getting one of those <laughs> Yeah. He's. <laughs> He's kind of amazing, I'm not going to lie. Tim LaCastro, he also went four for five uh, Saturday night uh, with the stolen base. He's a good player. I like Tim LaCastro. I was about to say, Ramon Connor, Mariano, I bet you, like, I bet you really love Tim LaCastro, and then the whole uh, foolish baseball thing happened where he became a meme, and now you just kind of like him, knowing who you are. No. No, no. I, uh, no, I don't really pay attention to foolish I baseball. I think much Flick Crin would definitely do that. Maybe. Here's here's what I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna like when uh, Nate Lowe becomes liked by everyone. Like, shut up. I like. Nate I, 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 I'm already. I'm already just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Freaking dude's. 
Nate Lowe's good. I don't I don't know why the freaking Rays traded him. That kind of confused me. The Rays did Yeah, that was a weird trade. Like they, I yeah, remember they also Ronaldo Hernandez yeah, which for broadcast it was, but it was Mass. like it's just so weird. They were talking about the low trades. Like this might be the only trade the Rays have ever lost. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of a bold no, take they definitely, to make they definitely already, lost the but like trade in my opinion, Cronenworth and Fam for um, Renfro and Argo was that? Is that who's was it? Uh, also, the slapstick prospect. Yeah, Xavier Edwards. Oh, Xavier Edwards, you're right. Yeah, yeah the Rays got a bunch of these nobodies, then. I guess. Which, who knows? Maybe they turned one of these guys into something. I guess Margot wasn't even in that trade. Wait, when did they get freaking for Nate Lowe, they traded... Uh, the, the Rangers only traded trade. Jake Gunther. Uh, no, hold up. He was in that trade. Let's see here. Two to four... Margot was traded with... Yeah, Margot was traded for Emilio Pagan. Damn. Like, yeah, so... Uh, weird trades. I forgot Margot was a was a Padre. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The the um, Padres have my boy Jorge Mateo now, which is nice. Is he good? No. Do yeah, I care? No. True. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um. All right, what else is there to talk about? Do we need to talk about something? Um, talked about, let's give some recognition to John Gray, uh, pitching well at course, hard to do. Um, what else? Jacob DeGrom, sorry that you don't get run support. Um, what else, what else? You mean Mercedes, do we already talk about him? Kind of good. Yeah. So, talk about Corbin Burns. We talked about Corbin Burns, lowest whip in the the league. Good for him, but he's gonna suck eventually. I'm just kidding. He's a good pitcher. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say? Uh, Mitch Haniger has a massive penis. Mitch Haniger. Mitch, Mitch Haniger has massive balls, and they got corn up on each other. All right, we're having a it's a live trade proposal here. Team a lot of memes has proposed a trade to me. Holy! Oh my god! Okay, okay. this trade? is good entertainment here. Okay, here's Do the it. trade, guys. A lot of wants Brandon Woodruff, and he's offering me Julio Rodriguez. Oh man! What does everyone think in chat? Oh, is there no one in chat? There's no one in chat. Um. Uh, there's wow. there's one viewer who says here. I don't know. If it's... I don't know. Isn't that you? No, Doesn't it count I'm not you? On Twitch. I'm on that one. OBS. Oh. Oh. Okay. Maybe Marv's watching. If anyone is in chat, what do I do? I Julio would... Rodriguez. I like Julio. I wouldn't do it, but. Oh my god. I would... Woodrow's my best pitcher, so. You should ask for more. I feel like I would need another pitcher back, just like to hold me over. Um. I oh gosh, you, we have another trade proposal coming in. You try, you, One second. You try to trade for Christian Javier, and I countered with, I countered asking for Mookie Betts and who else? Welcome um, to welcome Luis to Patino. fantasy trade after hours. But, yeah, I countered asking for Luis Patino and Mookie Betts for Christian Javier, and you declined it. Like that's a fair <laughs> trade. <laughs> yeah, Christian Javier's twenty three. How old is Mookie Betts? Like forty two. Okay, guys, how does this counter-proposal sound? How about I give him Woodruff, and he gives me Julio Rodriguez and Jesus Lusardo? That too much? No. Probably wouldn't take that. No, we yeah, wouldn't take let, that. Let me, try, let me track the trick I'm definitely in. not doing that. Okay, fine, fine. Then I'm just going to have to decline. Oh, wait, I guess I already declined. Um. Okay, here we go. Live, live trade time. Brandon Woodruff to Zach for... Adrian Morihone, who I happen to like, but he's hurt. And Bryson Stott, who is a Phillies prospect. And I'm going to have to decline that. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, now that I'm actually looking at it, Fantrax has, uh, on their Dynasty Fantasy Baseball rankings, it has Brandon Woodruff as their 46th most valuable player, and Julio Rodriguez as the 49th. Really? Ooh, yeah. That's actually very interesting. Ooh. Well. 
I declined, so... As Zach Allen is the 44th, you didn't take for Rendon, by the way. Mm, I, there was more in that, right? It was Max Fried uh, and Rendon. Yeah, it was Max I just actually or, uh, It was Connor Rochella for and Gallon. Okay, wait, wait, what the heck is this? I didn't mean to offer you those players for three. I meant for Woodrow. <laughs> he just offered me Dalton, Jeffries, Isai Kikuchi, and Julio Rodriguez for absolutely nothing. I'm accepting. I don't no, care. I for- no, I forgot to offer for Woodrow. Let's go. No. Let's go, guys. I just got Julio, Isai, and Dalton, Jeffries for nothing. Let's go. You bet it has to, it has to go through the commissioner. Uh, can, can that be executed, please? I got to post post and completed transactions. <laughs> I'll trade you Julian Merriweather and, and something else for Gio Gallegos. Julian Merriweather and something else for Giovanni Gallegos. Um, maybe. Christian Javier, maybe? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go to this out. Okay. Oh, Am I getting Sekakuchi, Dalton, Jeff... How do I spell Jeffries? Jeffries? I need to check on that. Jeffries. And, oh, it was already vetoed. I'm, I don't care. I'm still posting it. You forget You forget uh, the person in, you're in the call with is one of the uh, Well, I didn't know you were already going to veto it. I thought you might, like, let it ride out for a little just for the fun no. or something. I don't know. No. Wait, you should check my offer. It's a great offer. Yeah, but I'm typing this out right now, so just one second. It, it, it's going to go away, Connor. It's going to go away. It's never going to go away. Wait, wait, no, no. You don't know what deal you're going to get. Uh, hold on, hold on. You want Braylon Marquez? All right. Uh, Connor? Uh, I don't. Not even for... Uh, but, but probably my favorite thing to do with fantasy baseball is offering people trades that are like at first glance not the most ridiculous thing in the world, but when you look at it, it's like clearly a no. So you wouldn't do Merriweather right, right. and Braylon Marquez for Gio Gallegos? I would not. What about right. Taylor Widener? I do like Taylor Widener, but I don't think I would do that. Of course you like Taylor Widener. You saw, like, one article saying that he's cracked, and you're like, oh, he's cracked. That's and not true. That's articles. not true. The reason I there's like going to be three Widener, articles that he's cracked. The reason like, oh, I like guy. Taylor Widener is because last year, there were, I don't know if you remember this, but there were a bunch of memes, like, wide Clayton Kershaw coming out from the bullpen or something. Do you remember those? Uh, and so my brother I guess, and I yeah. invented wide Taylor Widener because he was, like, oh, a I dying back reliever at the time, and I was like, let's go, wide Taylor Widener. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I like yeah, it. Okay, the, okay. Uh, you want... Ending transactions. Hold on, I gotta see. Uh, Zach offered me a trade. Okay, Ryan Yarbrough, Ryan, Brian Abreu, Tyler Malley, George Kirby, TJ Anton, Sandy Alcantara, Brandon Woodruff, Marco Gonzalez, Giovanni Diego's, <laughs> Scott, Luis Patino, JD Wendelkin, Phil Mason. Dude, I'm not gonna say all these names. It's still going. All right, all of those guys for Joey Wendell. <laughs> Dude, Joey Wendell's cracked. Joey it's Wendell's just, so good. I mean, 7.17 points per game. 7.17 points per game. For your entire pitching staff. Okay. Uh, I need to do homework, so how about we end this Wait, can I give on you a, tra- a uh... trade offer before? Like... Okay, one trade offer from Hero. And then Yo, we'll, we're I'll give to, you yeah. Julian Merriweather and Austin Slater for Gio Gallegos. No, Giovanni Gallegos is like one of the best relievers. Okay, but look at this. Merriweather has 14.33 points per game, alright? Gallegos only has 13. That's. I should be asking for more from you, to be honest. Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) It's horrible logic. Alright, well, can you counter? You want Yermi Mercedes? Let me look at your team. I don't want Yermi Mercedes. Um, Let me see here. Team roster. Okay. Uh, New Jersey Hero Bryant's okay. Let's see. I want Christian Javier. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not giving you um, Christian Javier. Well, how about how about Christian Javier for Zach McKinstry and Giovanni Gallegos? No. Come on, that's actually a decent offer, okay? But I don't want it. Okay, fine. Christian Javier for. Oh, let's go. I have Sandy Alcantara on my team now. Amazing. I'm not gonna trade to Christian Javier. 
What? You said he was... I said, who's available out of these players? And okay, you said all of them. You don't really have anything that I want. But then why are we even trying... The only thing you want is Giovanni Gallegos? I guess, yeah. I don't think this is going to happen. Um, if you have any suggestions for a trade here, you can put them in the chat. Uh, but other than that, I think we're good to go. Oh, wait, did Zach left? When did that happen? Oh, okay. Well... Thank you for coming to uh, podcast number one of the 2020 regular season. Um, the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. All right. Cool. Bye, everybody. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, I have to stop the recording. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. All right. I got to go.